thank you for being here today on this Independence uh, Weekend. Uh, our pastor, Tommy and Hillary, are on what they are calling a baby moon. And uh, we wish them, I think they're in Charleston, and uh, we wish them uh, a uh, wonderful time, and they hope that uh, they'll have a safe experience and will return to us on uh, next Sunday. So we miss them, but we're grateful that they can have this time away. Today I want to share with you the title of my message is A Humbling Intervention. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Come and wash in Jordan. What a magnificent invitation. What a hopeful call. Come and wash in Jordan. That invitation is strikingly important today as we think about the freedoms that we all enjoy because these freedoms also remind us that this invitation points to something which is also free. I thought of two scriptures particularly uh, this morning which uh, speak to this. One is in the last chapter of the last book of the New Testament called the book of Revelation. And it says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let everyone who hears say, Come. And let everyone who is thirsty come. And let everyone who wishes take the water of life as a gift. This invitation takes on more value as we remember that it points to something that we don't have to pay for. We don't have to buy it. We only have to admit that we need what is offered. And I think this is why Isaiah the prophet uh, put it this way in the 55th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And delight yourselves in rich food. This is an invitation to come to the table that has rich food. Do you think that was good this morning? We're talking about something that is expressly delicious and wonderful. Come to these waters. Come and wash in Jordan. Now, who is this for? Well, it's for all of us. The invitation is to all, but I thought in my mind this morning, I would share three specific things that I see over and over and over again in myself and in the ministry 
that I hope will speak to the congregation this morning. And today, I want to lift up the thought that this invitation is for those who have a sense of worthlessness, that you're not valuable, that you're a piece of junk. There's no reason for you to live. There's no hope left. I have no affirmation from anywhere or anyone. How many people go through this life feeling that everything they do is wrong, that nothing is ever right, that every time they get to the edge of the walk, they fall off. This invitation is for you. Come and wash in Jordan. You know, sometimes that feeling is brought on by illness. I've been there a time or two myself. You just feel like you're never going to get well. Why am I living? Sometimes it's brought on by a mental state. And sometimes it's a spiritual issue. But this morning, for all who feel that you're not worthwhile, you feel that life has no meaning, come to Jordan. Come and wash in Jordan. Secondly, this invitation for those who are closed-minded My friends, I don't think I've ever been in a time in my ministry when our world was more divided than it is now. And everything that comes up and every issue that's talked about, everybody's right and nobody's wrong. And if you're not on the same side I'm on, you're wrong. And if I'm not on the side you're on, I'm wrong. And our minds are so closed in that unless the world runs like we think it ought to run, there's no hope. And this invitation today is for a mind that is so closed to any understanding from anywhere except with inside oneself. Come and watch in Jordan. And thirdly, this invitation is for those who attack the church. I don't think it's any different, really, than it has always been. But folks, the enemy is out to destroy the church. We have the pearl of great price. And sometimes 
we treat it like it has no value whatsoever. At a time when we ought to be giving the last ounce of whatever is inside of us to the kingdom of God, it's a time when so many of us are lackadaisical about our feelings to the church. But you know, I've thought about this. When the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Colossae, he was dealing with people who were very spiritual, but they thought they were a little more enlightened than everybody else. And they had a higher knowledge than this basic elementary understanding that the Christians had of the gospel. And so Paul spends a whole letter of Colossians dealing with this attack from the outside. But make no mistake about it. It comes from within as well. I've lived this journey now for 60 years. And I always felt like I got sent to churches that were always in trouble. All they wanted to do was fuss and fight. And that didn't come from the outside. It came from the inside. And I want to say, as I come to this point in my life, friends, I want to extend this invitation for us all to go wash in Jordan and clean ourselves up and let God do this miracle of healing that tears the church apart, not from the outside, but from the inside. Come and wash in Jordan. Now we come to our story. There was a man by the name of Naaman. He was a great man. He was the kind of person that the children would look up to and say, I want to be like that when I grow up. He's a mighty man of valor. He was a smart man, very well thought of. He's very brave. But he had two character flaws. And one of them was physical and one of them was spiritual. He was a leper. And leprosy was the kind of disease that would make the flesh melt away from the bone. Did you just see that? You think that wouldn't attack your self-esteem? You think that would not be a, a problem? Incidentally, do you know that the doctors are studying armadillos? Armadillos carry leprosy. But the scientists and the doctors are researching the armadillos to try to get a cure for leprosy or what's called Hansen's disease. So go easy on those little fellas out there. <laughs> Let... Let them wash in Jordan. Let them do something that will help those of us who get so upset when we try to miss them on the highway. I have enough funerals. I don't need any more. But he had leprosy. And there was a little lady that had been actually captured by the Syrian army over in Israel and they brought her back and she was a handmaiden uh, to Naaman's wife 
And one day she was talking to Naaman's wife and so I wish my master back home in Israel, we, we have a prophet over there that could cure him of his leprosy. Well, the next thing you know, it gets to the king. The king sends a letter over to the king of Israel. And when the king of Israel gets the letter, he tears his clothes off of him and said, Who am I to kill or make alive? Well, Elisha got the word and said, Send him to me. Elisha's the prophet. So here comes Naaman with his entourage. That chariot, they slip up there to Elisha's tent. And Elisha sends one of his little preacher boys and says to Naaman, you go down yonder to the Jordan River and wash seven times. Go, go down yonder and wash. Incidentally, folks, this is very interesting. When those Greek translators translated from the Hebrew into uh, the Greek language so that the church would have that Old Testament in their language, guess what word they used there? They used the same word that we use for baptism. So he went and baptized. It, 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 but but, but he, somebody didn't baptize him. He, bapt, he washed himself. He baptized himself. And look, Naaman got really upset. And this was his second character flaw, as I call it. He was so proud. He said, well, I thought he'd come out here and wave his hand over this place and speak some words and I'd be healed. Well, sir, that may be, that may be what you thought. But he told me to tell you to go wash in Jordan seven times. So he went down there. Can't you just imagine this? You know, he started feeling something. Had to. So he went out there and he went down once and twice and got to feeling pretty good about it. And he went on to the seventh time, and when he came up, and children, here it is. It said when he came out of the water, his flesh was like that of little child. Incidentally, I hadn't intended to tell you this, but we need your prayers. You know, we've got a little grandbaby, 10 months old, and they've got him in swimming class. Can you believe that? He's already swam, swum, swim swam, already doing t 10 feet. They tell me they start them off now at one month. I don't, I, I don't know. But anyway, last night we got a call, running a high fever, had to go to the emergency room, and the baby has COVID. So y'all pray for him. But I thought about that in the context of this scripture, little child, healing, and all of it. Y'all pray, pray for the baby, would you? And I'll pray for yours. You know that. And so the little lieutenant said to Naaman, Sir, you've been used to doing big things in a big way, and now somebody's asked you to do something beneath your dignity, and you think it's stupid. You don't want to do it. But he did. He conquered his pride. 
and he went down. And we've talked about what happened. That was an, an humbling intervention. He received the invitation, come and worship Jordan. And for you and me, if we answer this invitation, I think the same principle applies. We have to get off our high horse. We have to humble ourselves and say, yes, yes, I, I may not feel a sense of meaning, but, but Lord, just let, 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 me get, let me get to the pool. Let me get, let me get to the river. I may not think that's the way it ought to be, but Lord, I'm not going to close my mind to something that the prophet has said. I'm going to open my... It, it takes humility, friends. And then I would not be the one. I would not want to be the one when I stand before my maker so, oh, yeah, you're the one that created all kind of havoc down there in that little church. No, no, I, I want to be the one that was receive enough grace from God to go to the Jordan and wash and be made whole. Oh, I wish I had more time today. God bless you, and thank you for paying attention, and may the grace of God be with you all. Amen.